Well, hello, Marys. Uh, we are coming to you post reunion. Um, we are coming to you from new locations. I mean, I'm not. I'm still in Brooklyn. I'm looking at Marco right now. But Johnny is in Curacao, uh, which is apparently an island and not just like uh, a liqueur. I didn't know that. Exactly. Yes. Uh, yes, I am in Curacao. It's about 20 minutes from Venezuela, uh, very close to Aruba. Um, yeah, and they, they... Well, come on, pretty mama. <laughs> Every... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you said it, Mary. You said yes, it. Yes, I did. You said it. <laughs> uh, yes, I am at a gay resort. Uh, it is an adults-only resort, but it's considered a gay resort because there's a rainbow flag underneath the logo. Okay. Um, and, yeah, I am traveling for a gay wedding. Uh, so this week I was unable to not only watch it live, but record with you. I was unable to edit a, a proper intro with some clips from the reunion. So all apologies, Mary. Life happens. Weddings happen. Gay weddings certainly happen. Uh, so. Yeah, they do now. What's next? Dogs, cars, grapefruits. <laughs> Grapefruits. If it fits, I sit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, you know, I, I just want to say a big shout out to uh, the resort cats at this hotel. Um, yeah. There, there are three roving cats and they're all very friendly. They chase away geckos. They chase away iguanas. The iguanas here are very big. Uh, the birds here are gorgeous. There's finches. There's orioles. Uh, there's pigeon-like things that aren't obnoxious. Uh, so yeah, it's. I mean, I'm having a terrible time, Colin. <laughs> it sounds like it. It sounds like the worst. I mean, there's these cats, these like these den mothers, these like uh, you know, I'm thinking of uh, Mrs. Garrett from Facts of Life, like you know, just going around, girls, girls, get these iguanas, yeah. Um, and so that sounds lovely. Now let's get to the meat of the matter. Let's get to what really I want to know about as. As someone who gaycations, and to the Marys who gaycation, like, you know, like I go to Fort Lauderdale, you know what I mean? Sure. So, so if I were to say, you know what, enough of Fort Lauderdale, I want to go to Insert Island 20 minutes off of Venezuela, is Curacao like a good idea for a gay traveler, or is this really just for the wedding? Um, this is really just for the wedding. Curacao is... Uh, obviously, like like any island, there are you know gay people that visit it. Um, but this one, because there's a gay resort, it's pretty special for a Caribbean island. But again, I don't know much about gay resorts in the Caribbean. I do know that this particular resort has um, men only saunas uh, on Sundays and Fridays. So that is a certain draw. Oh. Oh, that sounds so. Uh, how so that was Friday, Mary? <laughs> and how's today gonna be? <laughs> oh, Mary. Um, well, uh, you just made me think of a meme that I've been quoting for the past week. Uh, I've just been in love with Jasmine Masters, Anna. Ooh. <laughs> oh yeah. So, please, ladies, ladies and gentlemen, you know, non-binary pals, please welcome to the stage, Anna. Ooh. <laughs> And a and a oop and a oop. So uh, yeah, no, uh, it's it's very uh, the 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 steam room sauna here is very and a oop. I see, I see, I see. Well, you know, stay hydrated. That's that's the most important thing. Stay Um, hydrated. I have not visited uh, the steam room. Uh, Friday, we went to another. Actually, went to the beach, and then we went into like the little downtown area. 
uh, and and had uh, dinner there, and there was this Nordic woman singing, uh, you know, 90s cover songs. Uh, we were harmonizing in three parts to her singing Torn by Natalie Imbruglia. It was very fabulous. Um, wow. <laughs> I was wondering, I was I was hoping you were going to say Four Non Blondes what's going on, but... <laughs> Maybe you got to just like bring the joy on your own if no one else is bringing well, it. Well, you, know, you know, I was dying for her to do some cranberries because she like uh, had that vocal quality, but it, you know, we didn't get any cranberries. The singer's dead, so it would have been a nice <laughs> memorial. Sorry, not to bring down the room, but rest in power, Dolores. Oh Herrera, my you know? god! Man. But really, I fucking love the cranberries. Not even a joke. She was amazing. Oh, I know. It's one of my first albums. I don't want to. Yeah. That was the first tape I ever had. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Totally. Um, but yeah, so the resort is um, is lovely. You know, I have to say, Mary, you have spoken on this podcast a lot about weddings. Um, and I, I just, yes. just want to, you know, maybe I want to quell some of your fears, but I also want to validate some of them. So My heart's <laughs> pounding right now. So first of all, um, one of the speakers and officiants was Nana, which is one of the groom's uh, grandmothers um, and she is you would talk to her for eight hours and then fall uh, asleep and then wake up and keep talking to her um, she uh, is absolutely fabulous she did a reading from the velveteen rabbit and we were all bawling um, wow. it was so beautiful wow um, grandma and she is grandma reading the velveteen rabbit <laughs> grandma, at a gay grandma. wedding exactly yeah. that is your aesthetic I believe yeah that's my track <laughs> yeah so also, and if grandma is played by Brenda Vaccaro yeah. also she has worn a different caftan every four hours <laughs> You waited this long to tell me she was wearing caftans? Oh, my God. Oh, God. She is absolutely stunning. Um, she is lovely. So, anyway, um, I, I will send you the video. But uh, oh, <laughs> I will send you the video of her reading The Velveteen Rabbit. I might even be able to share that with our Marys or some of our matrons, maybe. But um, yeah. the, the, the thing is, is this gay wedding – it, it was beautiful. It was fabulous. I have nothing bad to say about it. But I had you in the back of my mind the entire time because after the ceremony, it started at 6. It ended at like 6.15. After the ceremony, one of the, one of the grooms said, let's party. And then the music started. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> and Colin, Colin, there were no tables. There was no dinner. It was uh, passed around food, which was all very delicious. Um, now that I like. And okay. it was passed around food, but it was dancing the entire time. It went from 6.15 to 10.45. Wake up, wake up. <laughs> oh, my God. Wake up, wake up. Oh, my God. That sounds awful. Oh, Colin. Like, there's nowhere to sit no, and tap my hand on a right. table and talk to an aunt. Well, some people went, like, by the water and, like, took a break from from the dancing and the loud music from, like, by the water. But, yeah, so that's kind of that. And, you know, when— And there I am swimming to Venezuela. <laughs> just trying to get away. Well, Venezuela, you do not want to swim to right now, Mary, because— you know, there are some horrible crimes going on there. But uh, that's... Well, if that's... somebody says, let's party and the music starts, <laughs> I'll take my chances in Venezuela. You're kidding. Nana, you coming with? You're kidding. <laughs> um, but, but anyway, um, yeah, so when I thought of you the most is when uh, YMCA came on. Oh. And then Nana. More like, why am I here? <laughs> 
<laughs> Why am I here? Yeah, am I here? <laughs> um, and then, you know, obviously Nana, that's when, that was Nana's cue. So, oh, no. so Nana was led on to the dance floor and danced her little heart out to YMCA. And I was like, uh, how could Colin compete and contend with, with this conflict that's happening right now? I, I'm, having, I'm having a Sophie's Choice moment. I'm like, I, you know, Nana, how could you, <laughs> how could you do this to me? Oh, Demi, how could you do this to me? <laughs> oh, no, Demi, why you do this to me? That's from The Exorcist. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. I know that reference. I know that reference. Okay, good. I don't remember. It's kind of a deep cut. It's very deep, Mary. Oh, Demi, why you do this to me? <laughs> I love that quote so much. Oh, God. Um, so, so, anyway, <laughs> the other thing I have to say is gays at a wedding. So, gays at a wedding are very... Um, I mean, obviously, this resort, basically, there's 70 rooms and 62 of them are from, you know, the wedding guests. Um, So, but obviously, you know, it's a gay wedding, so there's other gay people here. But uh, it's, it was so interesting seeing them all kind of sniff each other out and casually mention, like, or casually ask, like, oh, are they dating? Uh, everyone's kind of sussing out, oh, what room are you yes. in? And, oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, I love it. Yes. Oh, it's such a, it's, oh, it's such a, it's a Hunger Games such a moment. Movie. Yeah, it's, it's like, who can I align with? Um, it's like, it's yeah. like, you know, Paradise Hotel or, you know, a Bachelor in Paradise kind of thing where they have to pair up by the end of the week. Yeah. Um, oh, God. I, I, so have you, have you seen, has it been... Has it been a, a scandalous week or people oh, been behaving? Oh, no. People have been behaving. Last night, uh, one of our dear friends got a little sloppy um, and there was, you know, some things. It was basically, I was looking around the pool talking. It was after the wedding it went over and we all went, all went into the pool. And, you know, I'm, you know, talking and whatever, chatting. And then I was looking around and then Anna, ooh. <laughs> oh, oh, is something going on? There was something going on and it didn't last very long. Um, so... <laughs> Oh, uh, did they get caught or they, they just, I think, I think they, I think somebody said, I'm going to have to say next, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Next. Yes. Thank you. Next. I'm going to have to say next. Yeah. Was this, would this be one of those? Cause like I've, I've admittedly stayed at resorts like this in Fort Lauderdale where, you know, at night in the pool, like shit happens and it's fine and everybody's on board with it because it's like clothing optional oh, is this one of those places no. or is it tamer no it's, okay it's very tame apparently okay. apparently even when like it's hopping because apparently like on fridays and sundays obviously uh the, mm. you know the pool bar gets a little crowded happy hour is like one free drink um so people come for Ooh. like the happy hour um but even then people don't go in the pool so this is like it, we're, we're talking. It was just wedding guests. So yeah, you know, I get it. and it's I mixed. Some of them were straight. You know, some of them were gay. But um, Ugh, yeah, it's been disgusting. it's been tamer than I think you're fantasizing. But well, you know, listen, I'm not there, so yeah, no, you I know, understand. Uh, I understand. It's okay. Yeah, it's okay. I'm. It's fine. Um, yeah, I just want. I just want to know what it looked like. There's you been know, I just the, see what it somebody like. created a great playlist to go along with this weekend. So we've been listening to some great bops. A lot of Betty Who, a lot of Dua Lipa, you know, uh, Ariana Grande, some great bops. Mm. You know, we're having a good yeah. time. We're having a good time. That sounds great. Yeah. It's, it's got a good, you got a good playlist. You got a good grandma. You got some Velveteen Rabbits. You got a nice, <laughs> it's Sunday. There's a steam room. There's, <laughs> Venezuela is 20 minutes away. I mean, 
Guys, Curacao. Oh, Mary. Um, this has been a this has been a long promo, promo sponsor. Yeah, yeah. Sponsored ad. <laughs> Sponsored for, ad for the tra- Flores tra- Sweets. Tra- tourism of Curacao. <laughs> yes, Flores Sweets at uh, in Curacao. Um, you know, Mary, <laughs> I have to I have to say before we continue, we are going to talk about the reunion briefly, but before we do, why don't we tell our Marys what they're actually now listening to, or maybe not? Maybe they've yeah. turned it off. <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, if you if a tree falls in the woods, if All Right Mary continues and you're not listening, you know, doesn't say nuance. It's of course another episode of All Right Mary. All Right Mary. All Right Mary, um, which is of course our podcast dedicated to all things Curacao, the world of Curacao, <laughs> and the paradigm that that Johnny's created with this beady beady gay wedding. <laughs> I'm Johnny, and I'm sitting outside in a lush Caribbean uh, paradise. So. <laughs> I'm Colin. I have an interior view of my apartment in a fourth floor walk up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. Uh, but, you know, hey, the sun sometimes comes in. And uh, that's nice. And uh, this week... <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm in a basement. Um, no, I'm not. I uh, am indeed on a fourth floor walk up, which is worse. So, uh, which is worse. <laughs> It's just like it's four. It's like it's the third floor, and you're like, I'm done. And it's like, oh no, you're not. No, you're not done. And I'm gonna tell you yeah. why you're not done. And I'm gonna tell you why you're not done. So, because you were in a rush to pick an apartment when you got here. I know uh, where you April. were. You were sitting in an elevated building. Yeah, with, <laughs> yeah. with no air conditioning. Oh man. Okay, Mary. That's the truth. Uh, anyway, um. And we are kind of recapping the reunion, but like if if the act one of this episode is not enough of an act one gun, I'm going to just like pull the trigger here. I did not love the reunion and I have like no enthusiasm about digging into it. You know, I, it's not that I didn't like love it. It's It's that I don't know what I would say extra about it, except, you know, some some small ideas that that I'll talk about later. But just as a whole, I was like, oh, okay. The, you know, we've been waiting. You know, Soju's been saying, like, oh, wait for the reunion, wait for the reunion. And then the reunion happened, and I, I said, girl, wait for what? <laughs> it was yeah. Like, yeah. I was like, okay. Yeah. We had a tumbleweed. Is the bus still running? Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, overall, it was uh, it was just very produced. It was very Stepford. And yeah. I didn't uh, – I don't think people were speaking as freely – I think RuPaul, not not to, I don't think it was RuPaul's fault necessarily. I think RuPaul is part of a machine now as well. But, you know, when you're hosting something, you keep the conversation going. I don't f- feel like queens were necessarily speaking freely. I think that there were some conversations where I'm like, why are we fucking talking about this? But, you know, mm-hmm. I, I understand that there are fans of the show that listen to All Right, Barry, and they, they don't want to hear just how terrible it was. Uh, so that's why we're they not gonna, don't. yeah, they don't. That's why we're not going to talk for, you know, 45 minutes about how terrible the reunion was. We're going to talk for maybe 10 minutes about what we liked about the reunion. <laughs> yeah. And then we're going to talk about Curacao some more because yeah. well, and, we, uh, and this episode's been brought to you by <laughs> Flora Sweets. You know, I'd like to talk about Flora Sweets. Yeah, can we talk about Flora Sweets for a second? <laughs> it is anything but bitter. Um <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I also want to talk uh, about uh, DragCon, uh, some of the things that I've been seeing on uh, Instagram. I also want to talk about All Stars 5, uh, some rumors that have been coming out. Um, so, you know, we'll talk about that maybe after the reunion. But, Colin, 
you know, give it to me good. You know, what's this reunion? I mean, yeah. I renamed this episode Reunited and it didn't feel so good. <laughs> yeah, Reunited and I need a Maalox. Yeah, I, um, I just feel like this episode's brought to you by Maalox. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I don't even want to go to those puns, Mary. So I don't I either. I know. Myself. I'm just like, no, myself. no. Um, I stopped myself because, you know, it would have just kept running. You know what I mean, Mary? Oh, yeah. It's, it, would, it wouldn't have stopped. And it would have... would have kept repeating oh, on Oh, God. Me. It would have been so <laughs> shitty. Oh, God. I would have just died. <laughs> We don't want to water down these puns, Mary. No. <laughs> no, we, we want to um, pull up a stool. And... <laughs> Where am I even going? Oh, my God. Uh, oh, I'm just flushed with ideas. Um, so, okay, okay. Oh, That's how bad the reunion was, is we're making veiled poop jokes. That's how bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nina. I'm sorry, I'm Nina. Sorry, but I'm sorry, Nina. Uh, <laughs> All right, go for well, it, Well, okay. So I feel like, I mean, I, I think that RuPaul has certainly been, he's certainly gone to the Andy Cohen school for girls of, of hosting these things. And he's really doing Andy Cohen style. And I guess it works because, you know, whatever. I guess it works. Um, I think that. Yeah, I mean, I feel like you could compare this reunion uh, most directly to, like, a Real Housewives reunion in terms of the dynamics, in terms of the petty fighting, in terms of the, like, this is not real. Compared to, like, I mean, uh, you know, as I think a lot of people do, you kind of look back at even, like, season nine's reunion. We don't even have to go back to, like, season two or season three. Even season nine, which was the same format— the drama there, even if it was like more produced than earlier seasons, still felt more organic and more like oh. I don't know, still better television. Yeah, completely. You know? It seems like a lot of this stuff. Yeah, it was like oh, we'll create this conflict so that we can wrap it up at the reunion. And, I mean, I just it it I part of the time, part of the time, not the whole time, the whole time, not the whole time. Part of the time while watching this reunion, I I said. I am not an idiot. I just feel mm-hmm. like some sometimes I feel like when I'm watching Drag Race, they think I'm an idiot. And I'm like, I'm still going to enjoy the show and I'm not an idiot. So all of that together, watching this reunion, kind of made for it as like a, a, a hard slog. That's all. Yeah, yeah. I feel the same way. I felt like I could just really see kind of what what they were trying to create with this reunion and i just i can just kind of like see the the work of that but not the result of it like it didn't really didn't actually work right um and and i guess it's i mean it also feels like potentially unnecessary i mean these are drag queens like why don't you just like let them talk like i feel like even the queens who like like the queens were putting it on and that felt unnecessary. You know what I mean? Mm. I felt like if they were just being themselves, look at like the All-Stars 2 reunion. I mean, you look at so many other reunions where the queens are giving the same energy they were delivering in the season, you know, like the same kind of personality. And it was just as interesting. Whereas at this reunion, all of a sudden it was like, Kahana, what are you so mad yeah. about? Like, I, what, what, and what are you so What mad is about? this? She posted a video of you losing and her winning. You're upset about yeah, this. Yeah, <laughs> right. And then, it, and then it's like, 
I, I don't know. I, I just, I felt like this, then there was like Raja O'Hara where it was like she had, she had done all, like, I guess, you know, a lot of effort to kind of like say, hey, you know, respond on social media accordingly in like a loving way to like all the hate she was getting. And then Rue was like, well, where's that queen of salt? Like, let's just undo any work you possibly I did agree to make completely. people like you again. I was like, what? Like, I thought, so it was interesting because watching the season, right, we were like, oof, Raja. You know, at one point, I think you and I were like kind of into the reads that she was giving. Like her talking heads were Mm -hmm. kind of like, oh, this feels kind of old school drag race. You know, obviously, it wasn't until it revealed like those that reading that she was doing revealed all the pain that she was in. But um, all of Mm -hmm. all of the love after the show and all the hate she was getting and like fighting yeah, it did feel un- like it was completely undone on this reunion. Yeah, um, because she, yeah. she didn't sound she, she she didn't sound like she grew. You know what I mean? Yeah, and I, and I felt like you know what I the only part of that that I thought was really actually interesting was all of the talk about plastique and like Raja kind of revealing like she, you know and and she had like yeah she had like a total breakdown on set which they didn't show at all who who is this raja raja o'hara oh <clears throat> and so that whole thing with plastique getting you know love from rue and love from Melissa and love from her family like raja at the reunion kind of started to explain like i was going through a really hard time for a couple of weeks and i just needed to hear from someone who loved me and like this bitch was getting three people in one day telling her they loved her. So, like, of course it's going to hurt. Yeah. And so I thought that was really interesting and and real and humanizing. But instead it had to be like, you know, then it, it veered off into this, like, well, what did Akira say? You know, it just – it went <laughs> yeah. to the shallow place instead of, like, the deeper place. Right, you know? right. I mean, it started to go there. I appreciated her kind of explaining – what was going on in her head. Like she kept hearing, you're unmemorable, you're unmemorable, you're unmemorable and being told that. And, you know, she didn't know what to do. She kind of froze and she went into attack mode, right? Because she was down, as RuPaul pointed out. Like as humans, we go into attack mode. Um, And, you know, it came into this discussion of like, you know, she doesn't want to be vulnerable. Um, She didn't even want to cry there. Uh, And, you know, talking about how how she fights, right? You, You have to pull each brick apart. And it started to really kind of get deep. And I don't think we got a breath from Raja because Akira jumped in and was like, just so you know, I didn't instigate any of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, th- and then was like spitting herself into Marjorie oh and trying God. to like get her story straight. Oh, my God. And, and I just felt no, like, you know. No, Akira, inter- you're wrong. Inter- <laughs> yeah. And in terms of like our last impression of Akira before the finale, like – it did not leave like a great taste in my mouth. And, and I, that, I hate to negate everything she did during the season, right. but like, you know, I mean, as much as we say like track record doesn't matter before the finale, you know, because then the finale is like its own thing. I, I do think the way you're like your public perception, I think matters. I think who people are rooting for in this final competition, it's based on how you acted on the show and how you acted the reunion. Cause that's like the last, mm-hmm. like, you know, reminder of who you really are. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know. Like I, I, I felt like Akira really got this. She, I felt like she came out of this reunion looking like, oh well, you're clearly not winning. I got that too. Yeah, it, it's and again, not to negate like the love that I have for her, but I feel like the reunion kind of did her ditty, uh, did her dirty. Excuse me, it's Carissa. <laughs> um, did her ditty. Um, yeah, no. Uh, it was, it was clear 
that Akira was backpedaling like the whole time, the whole time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I want to, I want to not go any further in our little discussion um, without mentioning how gorgeous Plastique Tiara looked. Oh yeah. I mean, I, I there, in terms of highlights of this reunion, I think how gorgeous Plastique looked, Plastique looked it's just incredible. And I also equally the way that, Scarlet Envy just carried herself in this reunion. I think both of them came out of it looking really good. Mm, what did you think about um, Vanjie? Because I also loved Vanjie's makeup. She did. Yeah, she so was Vanjie's doing different got, makeup. She looked like her mother. Yeah, she's got like yeah. a new look. Yeah, and I, and maybe some fillers. It sounds like some sort of <laughs> facial changes. Okay, whatever. Okay. Um, you know, it, <clears throat> at the beginning, it was like Vanjie. It was like I think this might just be the Vanjie show, right, and right. and it was. I felt like the whole Vanjie thing really kind of like the Van- the Brangie thing got stretched out a little too long. I mean, you Mary, know? It, it's just like when when they said, "Are you still together?" I'm. You could you just imagine my shocked fucking face when they said they weren't. I'm. I've I oh. watched too many seasons of The Bachelor. I you know I saw the Hunger Games. I know what Peta and Katniss had to do for the capital. Like it, I'm not saying that their relationship wasn't real. I'm certainly not. Like they were certainly attracted to each other, right? But mm-hmm. the way that they were acting throughout the whole season, like if you look back at it now, watch every time that they kiss or interact. That's how people act when they've been dating like three months. This it's, yeah. it's not like how people act like the first week, obviously. And I'm not saying that they didn't feel those emotions. But what I am saying is that obviously there was a little dog and pony show going on where it's like, okay, the cameras are on. We want to catch a kiss. Oh, the cameras are yeah. on. We want to catch this. And so for me, every one of those moments felt disingenuous. Not to say that their feelings for each other weren't. Obviously, I didn't see anything that happened off camera. But, I, I mean, they they don't have that much time together off camera. Yeah. They don't. Yeah, the, the, <clears throat> the performance of the relationship, whether it's real or not, didn't feel real. Because if it was real, we would have seen those, like, new conversations, those getting-to-know-you conversations. They didn't show any of that. Instead, they yeah. gave us, like, kiss- Peck, how you doing, boo? And I'm like, no, 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 no. All of that is scripted. Like, I, I'm not an idiot, right? And I, and I'm, right. I'm sorry if that, you know, comes out. I know it's an unpopular opinion. I realize that. So, please don't send me letters. Please don't send me hate. I, I, it's just like, how? I, come on, we know, we know what we're seeing here, right, folks? Like, we know. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I think like to that point, it was said more than once at this reunion, like. Well, we're making a TV show here. Like Evie was like, we, we're not here to have private conversations in the corner. We're here to fight in front of the cameras. Like we're, we're here to do all of this in front of the cameras. They all know that. They're all doing, they're all demonstrating that fact too hard at this reunion. They've all been given the note that, hey, you're doing a televised reunion, so turn it up. Right. And they've all turned, they're all, they're all burning the chicken, you know, like. <laughs> Burn those cookies. Burn you the know? wigs. <laughs> yeah. Burn. Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about Wiggate. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. I was glad so, that like, I was glad that Rue called out uh, uh, Ariel's tweet because it was it just didn't make any sense. So I am glad that it finally came out that Ariel was like the, the tweet was not real. But anyway, <laughs> no. And, like, and I kind of understood what she was saying of like she she lied to kind of like pretend Plastique had like someone on her side. 
and like, but it wasn't true. Like I can kind of get that. I mean, I don't know. It's like a white lie, but, um, whatever. I mean, no, that whole thing is so stupid. And, um, yeah, as far as the dating goes, like, again, I mean, I, 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 what I like about having one of these relationships on my television show that I, you know, believe is a large queer platform is we get to see a gay relationship. We get to see two drag queens kiss, which is remarkable, right? Like it, it, the, 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 the spectacle of two drag queens kissing is, is so complex, right? I feel like it's, that is awesome. But I didn't need fans to only care about that. I didn't need for us to talk about it for five minutes at the reunion. I didn't need Vanjie to, you know, show her sadness that that the relationship isn't going on, on anymore, right? I, I, I will say I did appreciate, you know, I wanted a notebook relationship and I got a post-it relationship. I was like, okay, that's good writing. <laughs> yeah, 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 Vanjie, that was, uh, that was really good writing uh, that you... <laughs> You did in the car on the way over. I mean, they all—they all were—they all, all had their, you know, they all had scripts. They all had scripts. Whether it was the the things they wanted to be mad about or the reads, like oh that, my god, like that Ma- uh, yes, yes. Uh, what was their face? Um, Apollins. Uh- <laughs> Mercedes. Mercedes reading. When Vanjie said back, she's like, girl, you paid $25 for these jokes that you're reading from a piece of paper. I was dying. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That was fabulous uh, to me. And obviously Nina West's reads. I mean, Mary. Oh, of course. I mean, let, you know, let no more time go by before mentioning the name Nina West. I, you know, she looked great. I'm so glad she got like such a, a highlighted moment as essentially kind of like the unofficial winner of the yes, season. Yes, you know, yes, like, yes. you know, she really kind of got that that regard, which obviously I loved. Um, and the AOC moment, which was mm. great. You know, I mean, I, I think... Uh, I feel like it has never been more obvious who Miss Congeniality is. She is the quintessential Miss Congeniality. Completely agreed. She, I did love how she praised RuPaul for being a trailblazer, you know, and RuPaul got that moment of, well, I've been in all mm-hmm. those clubs. You know, I, there, is, there is something to be said about a drag queen that knows when to praise their elders. You know what I mean? Like, you need to do mm-hmm. that. You do need to do that. Yeah, and I think that she, it was the way that she... She kind of like Rue can like def, like sort of deflect those moments with the queens, um, either because he's uncomfortable or doesn't want to make it about him or whatever. But I felt like with Nina, it was like like willing to accept the compliment from mm, Nina. You right, know what I mean? Because it's Nina. Yeah. It's Nina. Um, yeah. Speaking of RuPaul, I and just kind of how production deals with drama now. Obviously, last season, oh man, Eureka and uh, the Vixen. It, it was it was hard sometimes. And at the reunion, it stayed hard and it stayed awkward. And what was interesting to me is when RuPaul was introducing the Evie and Silky drama, she was like, and we loved every minute of it. <laughs> Take a look. Oh, like yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. we meant for this to happen. Like these conflicts mm-hmm. are something we enjoy. And, and I wonder what your thoughts were on that kind of take that, oh, now conflicts we enjoy. This is, this is how we're going to tell fans to take this medicine. Well, I think it's like, I, I think it's like the reunion is, it's sort of, the reunion is removing itself from the competition as, as this separate kind of like, basically what it's doing is I feel like that that tone that they're taking at the reunion is sort of like, almost looking at 
Drag Race is something that isn't. It's not real. Mm. Like it's just a show that we did, which is great. It's just which is great. Yeah, it is great. Like none of this is real. And yeah, yeah. And and in, in some ways, I think it gets to the point where like the show kind of starts satirizing itself the way it was once satirizing um, Next Top Model or Project Runway. You know what I mean? Like, I think it starts, like, that sort of, like, self-referential thing. I think it's like there's this lens of, like, I guess it's this and this element of, like, we're now we're really just watching, like, these queens in an arena. We're not in the workroom with them. It's not a documentary. It's a game. Mm. Yeah, it's. It, I like that it's showing us that it's a game. I I think that's an, an important thing to do. However, the reunion can't be produced. You know, it can't be as produced as the show. It's more produced. I think it's more produced than we the show. Need, yes, I, we need to see, like, we need to see the queens kind of, like, breathe. And I don't think we've seen yeah. them breathe yet. Yeah, and I think that was the thing. That's like what was missing is like you can do that whole like, oh, this is just a game thing, but then we need to feel like, oh, then, then this is real. Oh, then this, okay, great. I just need to know what's real, but like nothing's been real. And, and the other part of that is like it is just a game and they are quote unquote just contestants. And yet it is real because of death threats on Twitter and like people silky getting hate because, you know, of a wig reveal. Like also things like there's so much harassment that, these people get in the real world because of this fake thing and i think rupaul can see because of like who he is and like where how he sees the world it's like none of this is real don't take any of this too seriously i think that's lovely and sure set that example but you can't just like force that idea and then expect everybody to just follow that like people don't all see that and so you know i don't you know what i mean like it, i it is just a game it is just a tv show but like obviously there's real implications because mm. they're real people yeah, on it there's real people um maybe we can end or get close to ending cuz i do want to talk about intention i thought that was an interesting discussion uh with rupaul but uh just before we maybe wrap up with that um it was interesting to see the top 4 all next to each other silky was the most deflated and and I don't mean any oh. pun in that. Like she looked like she lost. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh yeah. She, she was not loud. Like, <laughs> no, no. She, she was she was not seventy six trombones. She was about two and a half kazoos. Yeah. Did you say kazoos? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Her, um, uh, her and I. I mean, I guess Akira because of how they kind of painted her. Um, it seems like Evie, and I can't believe you haven't mentioned her towel dress yet, uh, because I was living at my little boy fantasy with that towel. Oh, dress. I, oh, absolutely. I mean, I, I think yeah, someone had sent me that on Instagram as well, and I was like, yes, I, I stand a towel dress queen, Drag Race Thailand, Drag RuPaul's Drag Race. If I, I just feel like that's the key. It's like on Dragula, club kid shoes are are a no no on Drag Race towel dresses. You might take the crown. You might take the crown, exactly. Um, Brooklyn was looking very bitchy. She had, like, bitchy shoulders. You know what I mean? Uh, Which I loved. I love a bitchy winner. (laughs) Yeah, she had kind of, like, a Norma Desmond quality as well that I like. I, You know, it's like, oh, it's this thing with Brooke where it's like, I know, you know, it kind of falls short of, like, well, it's just kind of like, well, you know, like, it's great, but is it exciting? Is it it different? But, like— it's just, it's so fucking good. It's just it such is so good, good. Drag. It is so good. That, like, yeah. 
I feel bad ever like saying a bad word about her because it's just such good drag. Agreed. I mean, if if Brooke wins, I'll be like, okay, that was expected. But I think the right thing to do, and I I understand this is my opinion. I think the right thing to do is to crown Evie um, because of what she's doing with drag. But th- uh-huh. there would be nothing wrong at the same time. Nothing wrong with crowning Brooke. Does that make sense? Yeah, I think if Brooke wins, it's a sense of like, okay, well, yeah, she did really well. She won a lot of challenges. Makes sense, you know, yeah. helped a lot of people, saved a lot of lives. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she's going to donate it to charity. Like, this yes, is all great. Yes. You know, it, it would not be a bad thing. But I, I think if Evie wins, I think that's exciting. I think that's like, you know, to me, that feels like like Sasha Valor winning, where it's like, oh, this is cool. This is different. Right. Sharon um, Needles. Not just because they're both kind of bald. Yeah. I mean, the underdog is a great story. It's one that I think that mm-hmm. we, on All Right Mary, always kind of champion. Um, and we yeah. understand when, you know, the beautiful bitch wins. But uh, I, you know, I don't know. We'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Yeah, that beautiful little that beautiful bitch little was lucky bitch. today. Yeah, beautiful. I, I quoted that the other day. I loved it. I was like, oh, that beautiful little bitch is coming back. That <laughs> <laughs> beautiful little bitch. I just... Gia Gunn. Gia Gunn. She's not even on this season and she's getting quoted. Oh, exactly. Oh. Exactly. Oh, and you know what? Not to mention, people are still quoting Jasmine Masters. And... Uh, <laughs> oh, that is... That has taken off. That is the new... I'm Jasmine Masters and I have something to say. Like, she's, it's that, you know, mm. Ugh, love that. Jasmine queen. Masters is incredible because she's a club queen and she's a meme queen and like a social media queen yes. at the same time. And she's successful at both. Same time. Um, Mary, yeah. so intentions. Uh, RuPaul kind of schooling Kahana here on intentions. Like, you know, she didn't mean to be mean to you. Why are you getting so upset? What do you make of this discussion? Well, now I'm going to be honest. I, in the first time in RuPaul's Drag Race history, I did not watch the whole episode. <gasps> and I definitely skipped that part because I had other plans. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was tired. She's I didn't want to, I just, she's a, she's a busy queen. I, well, yeah, so I did not, um, okay, so here's, I did not see here's, that part. Uh, here's a little rundown. So she's basically, uh, you know, Kahana gets upset at Mer- uh, that Mercedes posted things or whatever. And so RuPaul's like, look. You know what her intention was. Her intention was not to be hurtful. And then she she says these mantras, right? Feelings are not facts. Just because you're upset doesn't mean that that's real, right? And then she says, what other people think of me is none of my business. Repeat after me, everybody. What other people think of me is none of my business. I agree with all of that. I think that's fine. But when you are in the vacuum that is Drag Race... What other people think of you is your business because people make it your business. So if RuPaul was truly genuine with that, like she wouldn't have had the reunion. She wouldn't have had these girls watch themselves on TV and hear all of the terrible things that their contestants said about them. You know what I mean? Um, I do. I do. It's kind of like it, you know, I mean, they wouldn't have these talking head interviews where they're like, well you know, so-and-so had said this about you. What do you think about that? You know, because that's what they do. And it, I mean, I, I agree with everything you just said. This is like a devil's advocate just to see if this idea holds water. Like, I don't think this is actually happening, but I feel like there's this idea of like, people are always going to be saying things about you. This is always going to happen. It's like on Dragula when they say, sometimes you're going to have to work with queens you don't get along with. That factor is is always going to be present. People are always going to be talking shit about you. 
the lesson you have to learn is to become resilient to it, even if someone's coming up to you and telling you about yeah, it. Yeah, and I think I think somebody like Silky, we've watched 100% of the time, like stay true to herself no matter what people were saying. Um, and I think even mm-hmm. the hate that she's been getting, I think it's really admirable. And I think someone like Kahana can look at the queens across from her because I think there are multiple queens like that. Um, and, and yeah, certainly take that lesson because obviously, yes, what other people think of me is none of my business. Even when they make it your business, it's still mm-hmm. your job to be like, that shouldn't affect me. That is none of my business. Right, right. And I think it's it's an interesting element of the show that I, I don't think is, again, being done explicitly of like, you have to learn how to like, yeah, to, to hear shady shit being said about you or to hear critiques or whatever, and then still go back to, okay, what's true for me? What's real for me? What's right? What's correct? And like, what's not my business? And I, um, I mean, I think that's in some ways, that's probably the hardest thing they have to do on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, and I, you know, I feel for Kahana, right? She didn't come back for the makeover episode. She, she you know, she went out very early. She also went out uh, when Mercedes was doing that whole Opulence thing. And Mercedes gets all of that, where Kahana got none uh-huh. of that. Kahana doesn't have the meme that Vanjie had or the Mercedes had. I mean, all of these queens, even Soju with the cyst, she was first out. And cyst has been said on every single episode this season. So yeah. Kahana had nothing to kind of, you know, grab onto. Um, and, and, you know, she's probably feeling some type of way and nobody's, you know, helping her figure out how to deal with that. And I think that happens a lot on Drag Race. Yeah, I mean, there's certain queens where like they just, you know, they there's there's no highlight moment. I mean, Kahana's both her runways failed. She didn't do well in the challenge. I mean, she, and then she didn't have like all she really had was like which she had that hat that hat that said drag daddy or something, which listen, that's not nothing. <laughs> That'll get you somewhere. It'll That'll get, get you at least halfway across town in my map, you know, but um, but I yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like Kahana is an interesting, you know, example of like okay if if drag race if the platform of drag race is is not elevating you just you know based on your performance on the show like in some ways that's that goes back to that challenge of like you have to go back and figure out who you are and like what you have to offer then because it can't just be well i was on a tv show and it can't also be i'm attractive right like i feel like you know there are some queens that go on the show and they're they're fucking gorgeous and it's like I, as somebody that is not, it's like, what else can you bring to the discussion here, right? Like, at some point, being pretty, we're going to stop talking about how pretty you are. Yeah, I mean, uh, that's what people tell me all the time. You can't just rely on being attractive. So I, I hear you loud and clear, Mary. Um, no, no, I agree. No, I, I think that that is, that's one of those things that's true, like, across the board. Like, looks only get you so far. Yeah. Like, you don't don't just date someone because they're hot. You know, don't just, like— Fuck them because um, they're hot. Fine. Fuck them because they're hot. I mean, fuck them because they're hot, but, like, then it's—you know, but you, you, you have to know that, like— you can't store dairy in like the cupboard. You know what <laughs> right, I'm saying? Like, I get it. Yes. Some things have expiration dates, yes. and some things you got to put in the freezer. You know, <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to sleep on things, let it rise. Um, yeah, but but you know, some guys are like a nice can of stewed tomatoes. They are there right. in a That's crisis. Right. They are yeah, there, yeah. and like they, rice. You know, rice with uh, right. You know, or, yeah, just you know, beautiful. Beautiful rice that's ready to, to to just sprout for you, you know. Yeah, and and to be 
a foundation for whatever other flavors exactly, and yeah. ingredients you are bringing to the situation. That's right. And you know, you if you if you don't want just rice, you can have rice and beans. You can have rice and broccoli. You know, you can have a mix. Yeah. I'm just saying, Mary. You can. Yeah. I mean, listen, look at Derek Barry. You yes, know? That's <laughs> right. He's got Derek Barry. he's got he's got rice and, and speaking, beans. Speaking yeah. of Derek Barry, uh, rumored to be on All Stars Five. I mean, sorry, that no. was a spoiler, but obviously there are no spoilers here because we don't know either, Mary. Um, there's a lot of rumors yeah. flying around. So if you don't want to hear some All Stars Five rumors, skip ahead. But uh, Derek Perry is rumored to be on All-Stars 5. What are your thoughts on that? I mean, I think that when we think about there is the competition of RuPaul's Drag Race and the reality TV show. Derek Barry is like a Jasmine Masters. I don't see him doing well in the competition, but I see him bringing a lot to the reality TV okay. show. Yeah, I mean, All-Stars is a very different beast. I think that it's all about queen self-promotion and, uh, you know, just a platform for queens to, to do something else. Um, and so that's why it's interesting seeing the rumored list. Um, some queens that I heard were going to be on are not on, which I think is very interesting. Um, but uh, there are some queens where it's like, okay, she's definitely going to be on. Um, the, one I, the one I am most excited about is Shea Coulee. I'm, I'm really happy that she's on board and she's going to do it. Uh, if, if it's wow. true. If it's true. Yeah, she's someone I would be very excited to see because it's like, I mean, I think when you think about all stars and like what, I guess like what it not being just like, you know, not a second place trophy or a, a chance to try again. I feel like Shea Coulee, it's kind of like all stars too, like it would make sense where she's a queen who did really well on her season, who is really dynamic, who's really interesting, who has a lot to say, had great talking heads. Um and just didn't win. Like she's she's a definition of an all-star the same way Alaska was or Katya was. Whereas it's not whereas I feel like when you get a queen, like I think that some of the other rumored queens, it it feels like, well, they just got voted off. So maybe give that give it a chance to galvanize a little, you know? Right. I mean, I don't know. It's interesting because DragCon is going on this weekend while they're filming, right? Essentially, I'm assuming it's while they're filming. So it's interesting to see the queens that just decide not to do DragCon and the queens that still will because it's part of their contract. Um, so it's hard to tell. It's hard to tell who is rumored and who is actually on. And again, it's kind of like the 2020 election. I'm not going to really think about this until September. Yeah. You know what I mean, Mary? Are you saying, like, are, are you I, saying they're like, filming All-Stars 5 right now? Yes. Do you know that for I, I always thought it started in like July. I do not know I do not know I do not know that for a fact. Uh, so do not quote me on that. Okay. Uh, but that is what a little birdie told me. So either they're filming now or they're like like it's it's like next week. Yeah. All right. All right. Yeah. Well, uh, if that little birdie tells you anything else, let me know. Call, call. All right. Scarlet's on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um I, I before we kind of wrap up our episode uh, and move on, I I did see some DragCon Luke's uh, and some Instagram posts from DragCon. Uh, there is this crazy video of RuPaul DJing that I highly recommend. Um, you will fall in love with RuPaul and also cringe a oh, little bit at the yeah. same time. I have um, to be honest. It's, it's really fabulous. DJing <laughs> is like it's like a step from air guitaring for me, especially when it's like. Those, there's no turntable. You're, it's a laptop and headphones. I don't know what you're doing. 
<laughs> well, Colin, you don't know a lot about DJing. So there, there are things that DJs are doing and adding to a mix live. Colin, you don't know a lot about DJing. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying because I know Marys are going to write in and be like, well, Colin, there's this and there's this and there's this. It's like we know. But like, like I don't know if you know, but I, we know. But but I think it, I think it's fair to say that sometimes it, like they're they're doing that like hard work face when it's like all you're doing is like moving the mouse to like increase the treble, Mary. <laughs> like what you sweating for, Mary? You know. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Sometimes it is that. Sometimes that's all. That. <laughs> when I'm podcasting, I'm not like acting like I'm you know doing anything other than like sitting in my apartment in my pajamas recording a podcast like i know i know what i'm doing you know yes you know. yes agreed mary <laughs> sorry to call you out you seemed a little well it was like that, that was like but... Colin, you don't know a lot about dj <laughs> i didn't mean for it the to things come you don't know like about that. DJing. i, I could put into it. a mega mix <laughs> <laughs> i didn't mean for it to come out like that mary my intention was not to sound like I was correcting you, but more to defend the podcast if people are like, well, you know, it's like, oh, well, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> well, I, I hope that Mary's, I, you know, come for me. What do I care? I'll close my eyes. But like, I hope equally Mary's will will say, oh my God, I feel the same way. I see some guy over there with some beats by Dre and an I, and, and, a, and, a, and a MacBook Pro. And, he, and he, looks, he looks like he's doing hidden figures over there. And all it is, is just like, you know, yeah. Right, right, right. No, at this wedding I went to, again, back to the wedding, there was this terrible, terrible DJ who couldn't, uh, there were zero transitions. It was so clunky. And he, yeah, he was looking like he was working really hard the whole time. The whole time. Yeah. But he was not. Yeah. He was not. He was, he was picking out which song was going to come next. And then clunkily, and by clunkily, I mean there were zero transitions. Like it was like, I'm just going to put this on top of this right. song. Yeah. So you hear both songs at the same time, and they don't go together at all. No, I, yeah, I I think that um, I could do that. What I know about DJing, I could do that. Oh my god, you got it, dude. Sorry, you keep saying DJ, so I'm just like DJ Tanner. Um, How rude! <laughs> well, pin a rose on your nose. Um, <laughs> um, Mary, I think we can, uh, we can wrap this reunion up. Uh, I'm excited for the finale next week. I'm excited to see who wins and to, you know, to do a, a proper recap, uh, and move on to other things, uh, and take a break from drag race. Yeah. I, it's going to happen. Ditto. Ditto. I am, I am very excited. What's ditto? Yeah, what's Sorry. ditto? Uh, yeah. Ditto Molly. I am I am very excited. I actually, I, I will admit this. Um, I do know what happens at the finale. I have, I have oh. never gone seeking this information before. But and this is begging to f u c k me spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I, I decided. You know what? I want to know. And the reason I found out is because I met. One of our Marys uh, last week, uh, who was uh, Sister Mary Sophie. Oh, yeah. I'm so mad I couldn't go. It was. I'm so mad I couldn't go. I had way too many errands and I had to make up my hours. Sorry. No. Go ahead. I want to hear more no about worries. Sophie. No worries. She totally understood. Life happens. So Sister Mary Sophie and Honorary Mary James, who is her fiance as of that trip, um, 
couldn't have, and I, yeah, and I, they couldn't have been nicer. They couldn't have been more fun. Like we, we went to Metropolitan. We had like a whole slew of drinks. Um, and at that point, yeah, we were talking and then Sophie knew the, the spoilers and I was like, just tell me, just tell me what happens. Just tell me. I can't, I can't, I can't take it anymore. Just tell me. Like, I, I don't know who wins, but I know everything up to that point. Oh, I see. Okay. All right. Well, I don't know anything. I never not say anything. Uh, and oh, then we went and got these tacos somewhere, and I had like the best fish taco I've ever had. Um, and oh. So I just like, and I texted you that night. I was like, the the Marys, the, all the Marys we've met have been uniformly excellent, and um, Sophie is no exception. Uh, Sophie, I'm, I hope you're listening. Uh, I had such a blast, and thank you. And maybe we'll see you all soon. If you know. All right, Mary hops the pond for some reason. <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I would yeah, love who knows? The pond. Who, uh, knows? who knows? Who knows? Um, Mary, let's wrap up. Are we gonna? Are we gonna do what we said we were gonna do? No, I kind of feel like this is this is good. Let's save that. You know, let let's save that. Okay, well, let's just save that then. Yeah, let's just save that. <laughs> let's just save that. There'll be room um, later this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right, perfect. Um, Marys, uh, you know where to find us. We are on Twitter at AllRightMary, or you can email us at AllRightMaryPodcast at gmail.com, or you can find us on the web at www.AllRightMary.com. And of course, I'm on Instagram. Uh, I have not been Instagramming this week the way that I, that I should. This morning, I was on Instagram looking through some DragCon looks, but... I'm on vacation. I'm trying to stay away from my phone. But anyway, you can follow me there on at Johnny also. Uh, and you can get more of me on my podcast in the details, a celebration of nuance. Um, coming up, I have an episode on Muriel's wedding with, uh, uh, oh, Mary. We'll talk about that. I want that point, to but... be a Matreon. Like that's, oh. I've been dying to do that as a Matreon. I mean, like cut the music for a second. I've, it stopped already. So, uh, with special guest Leanne, who is a listener as well, um, it was her suggestion. You know, Marys have recommended Muriel's wedding for a while, and and we've been like, oh yeah, sure, it's a little on the nose, and we're not that it's a bad suggestion, but we're just trying to see if there's any kind of like unexpected, you know, queer movies uh, before we kind of go to the classics. And um, I, I mean, I'd seen Muriel's wedding before, but I gotta tell you, uh, I gotta tell you that Mary. Movie, Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I'm just agreeing with you. Yeah, that movie. That yes, we have to do it as a Matreon, even though I, I, you know, we dissected it. Um, uh, we will have to dissect it on in the details. I want. I would talk about it again. We, her mother. Oh my God, her. I know mother. the mother, Mary. I know the mother, Betty. I know. Betty has I know love. Mary. I know. Anyway, uh, so anyway, so that is coming up. You can also get more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker and on Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. I just made some waffles this morning. I wasn't sure if I was going to post a picture, though, because I was like, uh, I'm not really a food pictures kind of girl, but we'll see. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get a picture of Marco with the waffles, so it's more interesting. Um, you can also get more of us on Patreon at patreon.com backslash allrightmary, where you can get access um, to all of our Drag Race Thailand episodes that are going to be coming out this summer and like, you know, 60 other movie recaps, you know, chit chats that we've done. So, uh, patreon.com backslash all right, Mary. All right, Mary. Um, we didn't plan a last chance lip sync. I believe it's your week. It is, is it? my week. Okay. It, it is do, my week. Do you have anything? I, 
I mean, uh, you know, I could probably just like slip some. So you know what I'll do? I don't have the song, but I'll just kind of like vamp and act like I'm talking about it while it's playing right now. Okay. So I just thought this song might be kind of like a fun, like it's got kind of like a tropical vibe. It's got kind of a um, got kind of a Brooklyn vibe. It's got some birds in it. It has some rice in it. I'm, I don't know if it has any of those things. I'm just trying to tie it into the episode. Um, <laughs> so Mary, is I'm going to play you out with this song this week, which you'll know because the name will be in the description because I don't know what it is yet. And uh, we'll talk to you next week for the finale. All right. Thanks a lot, Marys. So yeah. There's a place called Kokomo. That's where.